This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 111. Five must do's to elevate your self esteem. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me on this session, number 111 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world, the transformation I've experienced, as well as the creatives who I've met along the way who also share their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I'm back from an incredible three and a half days of High Performance Academy put on by Brendan Burchard. It was a dream of mine come true. And I and it was really a dream of mine come true because it had been on my list for years to attend this event and the timing was perfect to go. I'm so thrilled. I learned so much and all the answers that I needed, I was looking for at this point in my life, I got them. <laughs> so it was really exciting. A book full of notes and strategies and tactics that I'm going to implement and that I've already implemented. And it's so exciting when you learn something new that you're trying to figure out. And then whether in discussion with other people, other creatives, other entrepreneurs, you get a different perspective. And that's exactly what you need sometimes. Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful I was there. Coming up in our step to success segment, flip of a switch. In our dancers dialect segment, change direction, change perspective. In our freestyle flow segment, are you American? And in our feature presentation, five must do's to elevate your self esteem. Hey, it's Chi the Club Dance King here, founder of iDance Academy, and I'm so happy to be here today with Annette Bone. And you guys are listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. If you have an Instagram account for your business and you have not switched it over to a business account, I would highly recommend it even if you want to try it out for a little bit, because you can always, with a flip of a switch, change it back to a personal account. And with a business account in Instagram, you can do a lot more, and it also gives you a lot more data, analytical data. For example, when your followers are mostly online, the times of the day, by specific day, you can look at the top posts, how they're performing, whether it's within the last seven days or the last month. You can see the type of views that you're getting, people that are saving your posts. So it gives you quite a bit of information. So I would recommend experimenting with that if you are looking to either grow your Instagram following or trying to figure out ways to market your business better. It also gives you the option to um, have them have people that look at your profile to contact you. There's a contact tab. Play around with it. See if it works for you. I really like it so far. I recently switched mine. I'm still figuring out all the ins and outs of it. There's really not that much to it, but it's all the strategies and tactics that you want to employ. However, with a flip of a switch, you can decide whether you want to keep it a personal account or a business account. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. 
The dancer's dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. I recently took a break dancing class. I don't do it regularly. I used to be a lot more regular about it a couple years ago. However, it is a fantastic workout. So I took my friend Emroy Bernardo's class and you can follow him. I'm going to link his information. He has this great tutorial on the step that I'm going to talk about in our dancer's dialect, which I learned called the atomic six step. When I first learned the six step years ago, and I'm still not a master at it, <laughs> I don't practice it often enough. It's great because it's, it's wonderful for your upper and lower body. You're on the floor and it's six distinct steps that takes you around. It takes your, there's six steps that you do on the floor with your hands and your knees. And with the atomic six step, you are facing different directions every time you do your set of six. I'm going to link Emeroy's video where he breaks down the six step. And so I want you to imagine that you're doing the step, but each time you start the first of the six, you are facing different directions. So you are going in a clockwise or counterclockwise fashion as you are doing the step. Reminded me about doing things with different perspectives, which with this event that I recently was at, High Performance Academy, I got tons of different perspectives that I really appreciated. I met different people from different backgrounds. Although what was interesting with this particular audience over 59% were self-employed entrepreneurs, which was interesting because one of the recent events I went to, the demographic was so varied, whether they were stay-at-home moms, CEOs of companies, entrepreneurs, students. So this was a little bit more focused. And I loved how they got the data on this. And the conference was tailored toward that. So I really appreciated that. Anyway, so with the perspectives that I got from different entrepreneurs, I really appreciated because I got some new ideas. I got new ways of looking at things. And it's the same thing with a six step. I remember when I learned this atomic six step, I kind of lost my direction on certain things as we were going through the drill. And then it started feeling a little bit better. Not perfect, a little bit better. And then I started losing my orientation again as we sped things up. So it's about speed. It's about perspective. It's about the direction you're going. They all play an important part, whether it's for a dance step or it's for your business or your life. Make notice of that, what direction you're going to, what perspective you have, what other perspectives can you have, because they totally enrich your experience. So Atomic Six Step got me thinking about this and Coming off this wonderful High Performance Academy event that I is one of the best events I went to, I got different perspectives. I got different directions to go into, but in a very clear way. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? How oblivious I can be if I'm not paying attention, right? <laughs> Things just going over my head. Oh my goodness, it happens to all of us. I was in the bathroom line at High Performance Academy that I talked about, and this young girl was in front of me looking at her phone while we were waiting, and she comes up to this picture of this musical artist. I don't know who he is. I thought I knew who he was. He's a rapper. I forgot the name. See, I don't remember. And she showed me her phone, and she said, do you know who this rapper is? And I said, Mm, I don't know, maybe I don't listen to top 40. Well, he's not top 40. That was her tone with me. Well, he's not top 40. How do you not know this kind of thing? 
And I was kind of a take it, you know, I was kind of taken back and I thought, oh, when, when people respond to me like that, I get automatically offended. And that's something that I need to work on. So I said, well, now I know. I kind of snapped back at her and I thought, oh, that was not the response that I, I wanted to <laughs> project. And then she came back at me and said, well, are you American? And I thought, why is she asking me this question? And I said, yes, I'm an American citizen. And she, and then I said, well, are you thinking, you know, try, I guess I felt like it was a sarcastic question, but it was a valid question because she said, no. And I said, well, where are you from? And she said, I'm from Switzerland. And I thought, oh no, I forgot this event drew people from all over the world. Sri Lanka, India, the UK, Switzerland, Oh gosh, I can't even name Australia. There's, there were so many countries that were represented at this event. And I thought, oh my goodness, how narrow minded of me. <laughs> People from different cultures, different countries may communicate a different way. Their tone is different, the way that they project their words. And here I was getting offended by the way she was asking me a question. And that was something that was my choice. So immediately <laughs> after we went in the stalls and we got out and I thought, you know, I'm, I, I need to make this up. Like, you know, I have to rectify this, uh, remedy the situation. And so I was trying to be nice and I thought, Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> maybe, maybe she was being off offensive. I don't know. I, but the, the thing is, you know what? I should not have been offended. I should not have reacted that way. And I was oblivious to the fact that there are other people in this world besides American U.S. citizens. So that was my lesson. And. I was so focused on the event, I thought, oh, and just focused on my own narrow-minded thinking at the time that I, I failed to realize that we have all these wonderful countries in the world that have different ways of communicating. And I'm looking forward to traveling to Switzerland and all these wonderful places and learning about these things. So anyway, my experience, <laughs> learning experience at High Performance Academy. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I'm going to read this quote that is printed on the High Performance Academy workbook that we used during this event, and it goes like this, quote, the magic of our work isn't just about high performance for the sake of personal achievement. It's about living a fully charged, connected, and contributing life. For in the end, we will all ask, did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? Those questions are very common when you are thinking of yourself with self-esteem. At least for me, I think, okay, is what I'm doing or what I've done, did that really make a difference? And I've struggled with that so much. If you've heard some of my story with giving up dance and all the self-deprecating things that I put myself through that I chose to think and the victim mentality, did I matter? And so obviously my self-esteem was not very healthy. <laughs> And it's something that I think we all work on. There's always something to work on, right? So with the different exercises and group, particip group participation things that we did, group activities that we did during this event, I got a whole culmination of different productivity hacks and how to charge your life and our best practices we were able to share with other people and get perspectives and get new tools and books. I have all these books now that I'm, some of them I haven't even heard of. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to put these on my list. Uh, Brenda Bouchard has these books that he highly recommends as well. So I'm going to read those. 
So it's been amazing to get this new perspective, new feedback, as it always is when you're in a highly, when you're in a highly charged learning environment with people that want to better their lives and their businesses and, and everything. So it's really cool. So I put together five must do's to elevate your self esteem based on my conversations and participation with the people that I was with. So the first one, in order to elevate your self-esteem, number one, watch the words you use to describe yourself. One of the exercises we did in the beginning before he even talked about it, which was cool because I thought, oh my goodness, great timing. I'm on the right track. I wrote to myself that there are three words that I'm going to focus on that I want to embody for myself. And so turns out one of the exercises that we did, he talked about picking three words that you want to embody and how you want to show up. So it was really great. I felt really encouraged that I was on the right track. So watch the words you use to describe yourself. Make sure that they are positive. Make sure they're words that excite you. And it's really important because then you start feeling it and you start feeling these words if you're not feeling them already and that you do embody these qualities that you aspire to. Number two, in order to elevate your self-esteem is to have goals or have a goal you're working toward and measure your progress. I've talked about before that what gets measured gets improved. So it's really important, whether it's just a document or it's being accountable to, to somebody that you trust that has your best interests, whatever works for you. And it doesn't matter if the goal is big or small. It really doesn't. It's something that you're working toward and that makes you feel good. That will, in the process, you're going to raise your self-esteem. And then in the attainment of it, you will prove to yourself that you do have what it takes to achieve your goals, whether it's big or small. Number three, celebrate your successes and enjoy the journey. The successes, whether they're big or small. I've also talked about before how I used to think that if I achieved a certain level in something or I got to something else, then I would be happy and then I would have arrived. I know it sounds silly and and that does kind of perpetuate thinking sometimes when you're thinking of self-development and achieving goals and that kind of thing. And I think we're getting away from that in our culture today, but still it was something that I had to get over and really enjoy the new perspective because Sometimes it's the perspective, the joy of learning, the new insights that you get that that's successful. And that's what brings joy. And I remember before I did my first solo performance, dance performance, I think it was last Christmas. Anyway, <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing it. And I got gently nudged. Well, not gently nudged. It was like my trainer at the time, she was like, you know what? You're going to do it. I already, I already put your name. You're going to do it. And you, sorry, you're going to do it. And, and well, she didn't say sorry, but you know what I mean? And I thought, no. And I told her I need to lose 15 more pounds before I do it. And she thought, no, no, she, you've, you need to celebrate where you're at. And so you lose 15 more pounds and then what are you going to, are you going to back out? And I thought, okay, she's right. So enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. And I'm so glad that I did that. Also, number four, that I want to get into to elevate your self-esteem is to exercise. I talk about exercise a lot <laughs> because I do it. It's one one of the things I've done to help me with my transformation back into the dance world. And it's helped me in so many areas. Exercise is proven, which is, you probably all know this anyway, but it's always a good reminder. It's, it's proven to help ADHD, depression, 
addiction, anxiety, focus, decision-making, life length, and so much more. I think with exercise, what I've learned is that you need to find something you like. For me, as you know, I love dance. I love yoga, love HIT, love Tabata. I love learning different exercises and using different unconventional equipment to do things and making use of what I have, whether it's a park bench or a bathroom or (laughs) something. I've had to get creative and thanks to, um, you know, different people doing different things, finding creative ways to exercise. I thought, you know what? I can do that too. So it's really important that you involve some movement and physical activity because that will raise your self-esteem and you get to work on all these things that or prevent these things like ADHD and depression, which depression and anxiety I dealt with when I gave up dance. And so once I took up dance again and working out and getting my mind right and all that stuff, it really, really helped my self-esteem. So number four, exercise and find something that you like. Number five, have confidence that you can figure things out even though you might not know the answers at the current moment. For example, (laughs) my podcast, I've talked about this too. I didn't know everything that was going to happen. I I knew sequentially I had an idea and I did have certain technical things that I knew had to be in place. However, a lot of this I've figured out as I've gone along. And there are certain things, of course, I would have done differently. But in this process, I've learned so much. And I didn't want to allow my not knowing everything to stop me from getting started. And so that was also the thing with um, building my first WordPress website. A mentor of mine had told me, okay, you need to get a website. I thought, okay, <laughs> I don't know how to build a website. And she said, do this and do this and do this. Not exactly the steps, but you need to do this. And I thought, okay, I can figure this out. I didn't have total confidence I can figure it out. I thought, okay, there has to be resources. It's figure outable somehow. So Even if you don't know the end from the beginning completely, mostly I believe it's getting started and adjusting. And in the process of you learning and growing, it's going to build your self-esteem and you're going to love it. So whatever it is, building a site, if you want to do that. (laughs) And luckily, WordPress makes it very user-friendly and easy. So there's lots of resources for that, but it could be anything. Like for me with dance class, if I I get a certain choreography that's a little complicated, oh, I feel so great. Even though I may be frustrated at the moment, but it's in the uh, confidence of, okay, my brain's going to figure this out. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep working at it and it's going to work out. To recap five must-dos to elevate your self-esteem, number one, watch the words you use to describe yourself. Number two, Have a goal or goals that you're working toward and measure your progress. Number three, celebrate your successes and enjoy the journey. Number four, exercise, find something that you enjoy doing. And number five, have confidence that you can figure things out even if you don't have all the answers at the current moment. What would you consider a must-do in order to elevate your self-esteem? I would love to hear your feedback. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 111, 111, 111. 
And you can also find the show notes there. If you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. And that way I can continue improving the podcast as well as give you a well-deserved shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.